It's only weird if you make it weird. Here we go. <laughs> Three, two, one. What's up, guys? You know what the deal is. He's Ant. I'm Jimmy. It's Parlay Room. What's up? This is Paul Abu. What's going on, Ant? How you doing today? I'm pretty good. How are you? I'm doing good, man. Right off the top, I know this isn't a football story, but we got to talk about it. Westbrook, John Wall trade. What? Westbrook, John Wall trade. <laughs> I've been it's, absolutely blindsided, and we got the protection. Per- we got the protections on the pick. It was John Wall for <laughs> Russell Westbrook, and the Rockets got the pick, right? No, the. The Wizards got the, the pick. Wizards got the, pick right? the Wizards traded to traded Houston. Traded it to Houston. The protections, 2023 lottery, 2024 top 12, 2025 top 10, 2026 top 8. If it hasn't get if the pick hasn't matured by then, they get two second rounders and it's 27 and 28. How do you feel about the trade? Who won? Is it a win? Is it kind of mixing around? So also, I don't know if you saw this. Harden's not in Houston right now. Yeah, but he's, he's nowhere to be found. But he's going to report. He's dead. No, he said he's going to report. He said, give me a few days, I'll report. My thing with this is Harden wanted Dwight, didn't work, got rid of Dwight. Harden wanted Chris Paul, didn't work, got rid of him, wanted Westbrook. Now it didn't work, didn't want Westbrook. They didn't want to play with each other. Now you've got John Wall. So what we is John Wall going to be shipped out of here with a first-round pick tied to him to get rid of him this time next year because Harden doesn't want to play with him? You make a lot of points. I was ill-prepared for this topic. but well, You're a luckily, basketball luckily guy. I'm a basketball you're a basketball guy, guy so, so I didn't think know, I had to. It's fine. Um, the next person out of there, and I don't think it's this year, is Harden. I think it's Harden before the season starts. Maybe not before the no. season starts. Harden before the deadline. Harden before the deadline if it's failing, but they have DeMarcus Cousins. Here's the problem, right? Because what it, where are the top... Top teams to land. Obviously, he wants to get to Brooklyn. Guess what? Brooklyn can't get it done on their own. You got Karis LeVert, Dinwiddie, and a bunch of picks you're going to package together. That's not going to get it done. He is... What about Philly? No. So if you're Philly, the uh, you'd give up Simmons for Harden, right? If I'm Philly, yeah, but I'm, but I'm if not. If you're Philly, you would give up Simmons for Harden, but you wouldn't tie a pick to it? I might, but I'm not giving. I'm not. I don't want Cause, Simmons because Houston isn't. Houston, go, Houston isn't going to do Harden for Simmons straight up. I don't want Simmons. At I wouldn't time. want him either. I wouldn't want him either. But there's only so many spots Harden can go to if, if you're going to get rid of him. And if, what we've seen in this league is the players get what the players want. If ultimately. you're going to use John Wall in any captivity of an, of an actual formidable player, he will not fit beside Ben Simmons, a guy who cannot shoot next to John Wall. With a recovering DeMarcus Cousins after uh, really two-plus years being out. I mean, you know, he tore his ACL right I mean, almost immediately after. So that's the worst but, thing they can do. The, so, be- the best thing they can do is try to run this with what they got. Hope that they get some form of the former All-Star in DeMarcus Cousins. They get 75% of John Wall. They let James Harden run around and do whatever he wants to do. Maybe try to... Get a sixth seed, a seventh seed, an eighth seed, right around there. Who did they hire again? Um, he was a he's it's a first time head coaching position. It's um I forgot his name. 
He's a young African American coach. He's pretty good. He's pretty good. I heard yeah, a, like, so a lot some, of good things about him. I.e., some, someone who will probably let Harden take 30 shots a game. He's going to let Because I was just thinking, like, guess what? If he goes to Philly, like, Doc ain't having that. Doc's going to be like, hey, James, pass the ball to Joel. And be all right. Him. So I now we're getting a little off topic. But Doc, I lost all respect for Doc. So Why? I don't really care about that, you know? Like, you're telling me that if Harden goes to 76ers, he'll do whatever the fuck he wants. The players run the league in almost every single Well, that sport. was why Doc and Chris Paul didn't get along, okay. right? Chris so Paul now, and Doc didn't get along because yeah. Doc was telling now, Chris Paul to Now, you heard everything about Kawhi and everything, everything that was detailed. Kawhi, the Kawhi bitching. No, 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 go ahead. He, he got his own house and he was allowed to live out of town. The helicopter thing, everyone knows that. Yeah, yeah he, lived, thing, he was allowed to live in San Diego. Show, he was allowed to practice four times instead of five times a week. He was allowed to miss a practice a week. He was allowed all these different luxuries and Doc Rivers let it happen. And that's not the winning formula ever. But was Doc a uh, lame duck at that point? I guess. Doc was probably in, a lame duck. You bring in two all-stars and you have the... the yeah, and then Paul George, is, Paul George is saying that he doesn't get... He wasn't being used properly, which is exactly how he wanted to be used when he was in Oklahoma City and was mad that he didn't get used that way. Going he, was, off of, he, he wasn't was mad, being used properly. He was mad that he wasn't... he wasn't putting the ball in the basket. He was mad in Oklahoma City that he wasn't really being used in the way of getting the ball, putting it on the ground, pick and roll, and get to the rim, because that's Russ's job, right? And now he's saying this, he said like this week in LA, he wasn't really given the opportunity to um to pull pick to, to pick and roll. He said that he was no, they were letting him pick and roll and he was saying that that's not the offense that he should be running or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. It was he, a, it was a huge contradiction. Because he knows better. We need more guys. Paul George, I'm very on the record on Paul George. I think the guy, he hasn't done shit. He hasn't won shit. Uh, and he's got a big mouth for somebody. I don't even, do you consider, he's a star. He's not a superstar. If he didn't break his leg, he would have been a superstar. Yeah, maybe. But but you need more guys in the NBA. Like, I would, I want to build my team around PJ Tucker's. Like, uh, let me think. Uh, Steven Adams. Pat Bev. Nah, Pat Bev I take Pat much. Bev. Not, well, yeah. You know what I mean? That kind of player. I know what you're saying. You need that dog. Yeah. Drew that Holiday? Co- that give comes me five Drew Holidays ranging from six foot to seven foot, and I can win you a ring. Drew Holiday is, to me. What you really need is most, five Tim Duncans. Well, personality wise, yeah. yeah. Drew Holiday is one of the most underrated players in the last 20 years. Uh, We're about to find out now, right? Uh, We're about to find out now. What is he going to do? He's going to push him to an absolute one seed again. There's no doubt about that. He's a one. It's a one seed. Let's. See, I mean, they really screwed the pooch on that whole. Uh, yeah. Bogdanovich thing. They did. And what's funny is like when people when that thing got announced, every like all the cap guys who know their shit, they're like, this isn't possible. Like the all of the guys like New the right high. Away. They all they're like this. Well, they're trying to make this trade and they can't. So it's after, not after the after the first. And then the Hawks happened. So. Well, after the first news broke about that. Teams were calling and complaining that it was basically because it was impossible no, by rule. Not that it was impossible; that they were breaking the NBA law. What were they doing? They were um, what do they call that? What do you mean? When when the ABT like they talked to somebody before they're allowed to or oh tampering? Yeah, uh, there was another word for it too. But they were they were. I didn't hear tampering, but what yeah, I they were the way These that bitching saying the, how could you it's basically it? the way restricted free agency works is like the essentially the Kings basically just assume that they could trade Bogdan to the Bucks without no one talked to Bogdan about it. And it's like, well, hold on. 
I'm a restricted free agent. So you either have to sign and trade me, and I'm not, I didn't agree to do that, or I have to go sign an offer sheet and then you have to match it. And that's what happened. What, what's, what's weird to me is Bogdan said he would play for the Bucks, which is so weird to me. Like after all that, like, what are you guys doing? Yeah, and then like, Atlanta was like, here's like, 80, hey, 80 million you got from Atlanta? I think he has 72, but yeah, you know, still like 72, 80 million, that's all. He's fine. Bogdan's fine. He's a he's good at I don't he's want good at everything. Team. He's good at I don't want him for 72 million on yeah, any yeah. team. But I'm not, I'm not gonna overpay guys. If I'm I'm you know, Nick fan, I'm not I'm happy with what they did. I don't want to overpay people. I want to keep my cap. And I want to, in two years down the line, I want to trade for a John Wall and a first-round pick. Give me John Wall yeah. an expiring contract. Give me contract. John Wall and a first-round pick right now. Get, get, I would have hopped on it before no. the fuck. Three years is too much. You don't need to hold him for th- Look at what Philly did with the process. They just became a fucking alleyway for these big, ridiculous contracts to come and go. They made it work, dude. Here's all I'll you, say. People use big contracts in the NBA now like it's some logjam. When have you ever seen a team... The Clippers just got told last year they could get Kawhi if they could get Paul George. They found, they got rid of, not Trez, but they fucking got rid of guys. Teams never have a problem. The Lakers did it. Teams never have a problem shedding cap after a free agent. The Warriors did it for Durant. They found a way to shed cap to make the Durant deal happen. Teams never have yeah, a problem. They lost Iguodala. They, lost, you, oh, no, no, they, they didn't, didn't lose Iguodala. They no, lost, um, they lost one of the big guys. Yeah, you're right, you're right. One of their bigs. Space, but Space retired anyway. I'm just going to say this, and that's it. That it doesn't trusting the process doesn't matter if your guys are not developing. If you're drafting guys who aren't well, developing, whether it's a whether it's a it's a, 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 a your draft teams. Let issue me let me cut you off real quick. Issue. The problem with the process in Philly has sort of been that you've sort of built a losing culture, and now these guys don't know how to win. So now it's time to win, and you expect Joel Embiid for all of his greatness, twenty six, right? And Ben Simmons, 25, for all of their greatness, you're expecting these kids that have done nothing but been been told to do nothing but lose for the last three to five years. Now you just want, the, oh, now you're winners because now we're relevant. Can't just flip a switch like that at this level. I agree. You can't that. just go from being a fucking career loser to now all of a sudden we're going to be winners. I agree with you on that. I mean, but Philly... They have the talent. They just don't have the makeup. You know what I mean? Like they're not, they don't have the right. Well, right. And that's why, you know, Doc's there. So we'll see. I mean, I personally hate Philadelphia as a, the Sixers, a, as a city. They, I hate like everything about it. They got good st- cheesesteaks, but. They do have good cheesesteaks. Other than that, go fuck yourself, Philly. Um, Let's get right into it. I'll, I'll go first. You want me to go first here? You go first. I'm looking uh, up. Greg Williams, right local hero. Local hero. I like that. That was one of my points too. Jesus Christ. So, all right, get into it. Uh, I'm uh, I'm listening to the fan on my way over here before, and it's like the mid afternoon spot. <laughs> so it's Carton. Carton and Robert, right? Yeah. Carton and Robert. And there, I don't remember who was talking about it, but they basically said Greg Williams and Adam Gase have not liked each other all year. Like, that's been pretty public. Greg Williams knew that he was probably going down eventually, no matter what. And this play call was his last fuck you to Adam Gase on his way out. That's what Carton or one of them said on that show. I don't know what the new, what the, you know, if they had any sources or any of that. All right. Now, well, what do you think? But I think Greg Williams sent seven men because he thought they could get to him. He sent eight. Did he send eight? Seven with a spy. 
Yeah, seven with the soft spy, but the spy was at the line of scrimmage when the ball got thrown. Yeah, no, yeah. So he sent eight. Yeah. Look, in my eyes, he sent eight. He engaged eight. He sent eight on a hail mary. He sent eight, and he had th- two rookies and Marcus May back there in in zero and coverage. And they say that the cornerback got beat deep. You know, like he got beat deep by Rugs on, on Rugs is horrible inside move. I was saying this to Nick before the show. If you're in cover zero and you're sending eight guys. If you're out there for longer than three seconds, you're beat, and there's nothing you can do about it. Well, here's what I'll say. Although Ruggs had a bad inside move, in my opinion, it didn't fool anybody. I don't think it would fool an eight-year-old. Um, the reason why it worked was because he's so fast, and that if he caught a slant, an open field with three people, or if he caught it, it would be it would have been an in. It would have been like a fifteen in, right? Ten in. Yeah. He would have he would have still scored anyway because three people were not stopping one of the fast guys in the league. No. Well, let me do this. If it was 2009 Darrell Revis over there, that's still a touchdown. It's impossible. If that was 2009 Darrell Revis locked up on rugs, in that it's still a Raiders touchdown. Okay, so and Rex Ryan blasted them. Did you see that? No. Rex Ryan was like, I've, I've been around the game 58 years, 30 at the highest level of coaching possible. He's like, that's there's no excuse for that. He's like, I've never seen that in my life. Okay, so, not leaving a safety so what back you, there. So what do you think is the what do you think happened? I think Greg Williams you called think, the. You I think don't, Greg Williams gave it the good old fuck. I you? think Greg Williams called the play on purpose, whether or not it was to give up the game. <clears throat> I'm gonna ruffle feathers here. Let's hear it. The NFL should open an investigation. <laughs> you think so? Yep. I think. You think they threw it? Threw it. I think they threw it, and I think it's a travesty. For the players on that fucking team that gave their it worked their ass off against the team like the Raiders, who are a decent team. And that happens. And you make that play call, and Marcus May said it. Like you you like you knew what you were doing when you said that. When you made that call. You know, like you said. Well, set here's up the thing lose. though. Here's the thing, and Gase commented on it. Gase said he wishes he called timeout and he almost called timeout. But he did word for word what Gase said was I I should have called timeout. I almost called timeout, but I didn't call timeout, and that's on me. So there's you know plenty what? of fucking blame to go all no, around. It's not. There's I'm, plenty of blame to go. And you want to tell it, me not for nothing, the play call is the play call? No. There's no way Marcus May or Neville Hewitt can audible this. Can, nobody can call you out of it at the line of scrimmage. Like It's not just on Greg Williams played here. I don't, I don't know. know if they can, if you can audible out of shit like that. The call is in, whatever. But Adam Gase could have called timeout. You expect these guys to go out and play hard and go win a game in the last four after this? Yeah, because a lot of them aren't going to be on the Jets next year. And there's only a finite amount of time that you can make money doing this. And guys, you're play- if you're not playing for the Jets, you're playing for an audition somewhere else. Okay. And that's why tanking doesn't really work in the NFL. That's if why I'm the NFL, that's part of the reason 0-16 is so fucking impossible in the NFL. If I'm the NFL, I try to crack down on what the fuck actually happened. And I would take a pick from the Jets because it's only if, if I'm the it, NFL, it, I'd start fucking worrying about like the nonsensical calls our refs are making. Okay, but, but you're legitimately you're you're rooting the integrity of the sport by this. People bet on these games. You're, I know you're, I won on it. You're right, but there's millions of people that lost on it, and you're you're rooting the integrity of the sport when when a when a coach who's been around that long or or on the, or you said before Rex Ryan on the highest level. You're talking about the so, highest level. Let me ask and you something. You this shit happening. Let me ask you something. Did the Bears throw the game? Should they be investigated or are they just a bad football team? Dude, 
It's different. Let's not get too far into it because it's, it's part of my next point. Okay, it's different though because there's been 168 plays. Oh, I know. I saw that. You saw the I saw stat. the stat, yeah. Okay. So, come on. Yeah. So, for those who didn't see it, 168 plays. I'll do it real quick. 168 plays. You're down in between four and eight points with under a minute to go, right? Right. So, a field goal can't hurt you. Uh, yeah. You can't be beat by a field goal. And out of 168 plays, uh, more than six people have been brought one time, and it was that play against the Jets. It was, you know, the Jets against Oakland. It was that one single play. To me... It's unacceptable. If it was a big fuck you to Greg Williams, fine. Not a case. From Greg Greg to Gase. Greg Williams shouldn't go out and get another fucking job now. But if you know, so that arguable, that's that that's fair. Here's the thing: this we're also talking about local radio. At at you know, we're talking about the fan. I didn't see any kind of report like this from ESPN. I didn't see anything coming out of Jets camp. So if that was the case, if you saw some like more credible reporting on this was like a Gase, uh, Greg Williams fuck you to Adam Gase. Then yeah, they should investigate and they should crack down and possibly take away a pick. I wouldn't disagree there, but we need to see if there's more credible. I want to launch an investigation and try to crack down on them just on the play alone. Because I just think it's, I think it's just it's just bad football. They've been playing bad. They've played bad football since December of last year. Yeah, but there's something to be said. Not for nothing. Like before we even get there, that the, they go three and out and give it right back to them. Ty Johnson. Right, we've been calling on this podcast for the young guys. It's mostly been P Ryan because up until Bell got traded and then Gore got hurt, Ty Johnson was the third guy. But today they went in with Gore Johnson and Josh Adams. Gore goes out early. Ty Johnson, you have no choice now. He has to be the guy, and he turns out a hundred yard. That's the first hundred yard day on the ground for a single player in Adam Gase's New York Jet tenure. So that's fucking pathetic. No, but Ty Johnson, hats off, great game, yeah. Arnold. Stayed in it the entire game, right? They, they, he made the plays he needed to make. He put you in a situation to win the game. I still don't think Donald's the problem. I think somebody's going to get a very, very good quarterback for a good deal in the offseason. A good deal. It's going to be a, the best. It's going to be a great. That's that, and that's the other dude. thing. You want guess what, Donald? One, you got four games to try to keep your job. You got four games. I don't want that. You job. got four games to get another job, though. I don't want that job. Because if somebody gives up a second for you, the absolute ceiling right now, what the Pete the. Daniel Jeremiah, guys like that are saying, is a pick in the 20s. Absolute ceiling seems ridiculous. Dude, first, first round pick in the 20s. There are plenty of co- there are plenty but, of teams. So the 20s are, or a second is the ceiling, right? But the floor could be a six that could turn into a four. If and if a team Steelers, gives up a six for you, that doesn't mean you're the guy. If I'm the Steelers or the Lions or the 49ers or – Now, I'm just thinking – this is just off the top of my head. I'm not I think the Niners make a lot of sense. Or the Patriots – I am, Jets won't deal into the Patriots. Get the I am, fuck out I of I am praying. I am praying, if I'm them, that Darnold throws 11 interceptions, no touchdowns, and they go 0-4 in the last four games because I've already seen his potential. I already know what I what I have with this guy. He's just in such a shitty situation, probably, and I know it sounds crazy, probably emotionally. Probably, so, these guys are probably emotionally ruined from this. I don't – He might. I'm sure it's not easy. I'm sure it's not great. I think Sam has been good in that department, at least on in front of the cameras. And what you see of him on the field, his body language is good. He says all the right things. High character kid. Still love the kid. Great player. Probably bad situation. With that being said, number one pick locked up. Gase gets fired. People, people are saying that 
that is instantly the most sought after job in the in the NFL and in sports. Why? Because the cap room and, and the pick. Because of the cap room, because you can come in and start fresh. You get Trevor Lawrence, and you know you got Joe Douglas is trying to wipe the slate clean. And this was, I think this was also Carton earlier on the show. No, it wasn't. It was Boomer this morning on Boomer and Geo. Because he works with Cower. Mm-hmm. He said randomly this weekend, Cower was sending to him and one of their other buddies on NFL Today, whichever show they're on, random like highlights of him coaching on the sideline. He's like, I've known Bill Cower for 14 years. He's never once sent me anything about him coaching. Wife's a big Jets fan. And he's been talking a lot about the Jets off camera. Who knows? That's a good. that's a pipe dream. But Coach Cower, guy's no fucking scrub. I go ahead, go to your second point because that was one of my that was one of my points. So Which my is, second point: two man MVP race at this point. Patrick, it's a, Patrick it, Mahomes and Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. The numbers I had the numbers up on a tweet before. I believe it is thirty nine hundred yards for Rodgers. 37 total touchdowns, four interceptions. Mahomes, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, 3,900 yards, 33 total touchdowns, two interceptions. 10 and one, and then a 3,800 yards, 31 touchdowns, two interceptions. 38-15, Patrick Mahomes. 38-15, 31 touchdowns, two interceptions, and then Rodgers. is 34, 36 and four. Yeah, right? Yeah, I'm just shaking my head like, oh my god. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the talent. <laughs> so I think it's those two. Okay, right but now. who is it? All right. It's Mahomes. It's not I even think fucking it's Mahomes, close, dude. dude. Yeah, I think it's Mahomes. <laughs> I think it's Mahomes. It's Mahomes. The guy balls the fuck out. But dude. I don't. I think because earlier when, when we were doing this midway through the season, shout out Watson. We're, we're, we're either one of these guys on our list or our immediate short list at midway through the year. No, because no, no. Be- well, because Mahomes. We did the LeBron yeah. thing with Mahomes, but Rogers wasn't on the list. No, and I don't know why Rogers wasn't on the list. Hindsight's well, twenty twenty, but fucking because Russell Wilson was, was the favorite four games in. Russell Wilson was the hundred percent favorite. Mahomes and then was Kyler early, Kyler early. You know, halfway through the season, we thought Kyler was going to turn this. You know, Mahomes' odds was too high in the beginning of the year. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, like, yeah. It was yeah. Like, you know, I'm not going to bet like, on MVP for plus two hundred. Yeah, kind of thing, plus you know two fifty, I mean? something like that. All right, um, I'll make a point. Unless you want to keep going with the MVP. No, that's all I got on that. Uh. I think it's funny. I think it's funny how the Giants win with Colt McCoy, right? And I think I think I got a Giants thing for the Jets Giants segment. But go I on. I think it's funny, and I just want to make it known. I think I think it's I think it needs to be said that football, like I said, I think I said it a few weeks ago, but is is a sport where the talent really doesn't matter. Discipline outweighs discipline talent. And the yeah. coaching and this and that, and it shows that like when you get good coaching and you get a good coaching staff and you get a good nucleus going on, the exact opposite can happen as what happened with the Jets yesterday where the Giants like, all right, you got a backup quarterback. All right, you got a backup running back. All right, you got guys who get, you got a who's who on offense. And yet the defense comes together, plays tough, plays hard, plays disciplined, beats up Russell Russell, Russell, Russell Wilson. So really quick. And Cole McCoy game manages the game and wins. Alfred Morris scores three touchdowns. Yeah, two on the ground and one. And what did he have? And one twenty uh, something yards total. But like Alfred Morris, dude, get him where you can. That's so coaching. This is, so since we already did a lot on the Jets, I don't think we have any more on that. We're doing Giants right now, so we're just, I'll just knock it out now instead of doing the Jets yeah. Giants after the fact. You getting some two thousand seven vibes? I don't want to step out of line here, 
But are you getting some 07 vibes out of this team yet? Dude. Because so what? Two seven, the 2007, Don't get me excited. The 2007 team, they go 9-7. and seven, They back up into the playoffs. They back their way into a playoffs they probably don't belong in. They got hot at the right time. Won a couple of convincing games that they had no business winning. I called what we saw yesterday winning a game a convincing win that they had no business winning. And you want they fucking competed in the first half. They dominated the last half of that game. Yeah. Dominated if it wasn't for the that Seahawks. last little run that the Seahawks had. Like Yeah, the, it was too little too late. Carson yeah, they're too little too late. Um it's not 07. Is it a Super Bowl run? Do no. we have a Super Bowl run in this team? Nope. I think this team has been in a lot of close games. I think they only got blown out once or twice, right? Every other game is one possession. Yeah, they're fairly close, yeah. Couple of balls break the right way, and they're, this is a different record. I don't think they're as bad as they looked early. They play hard for Joe Judge. They do. Those boys play hard for Joe Judge. Daniel Jones is not a Super Bowl winning quarterback. And yet. I've been fucking saying this. I don't know if I've said it on record on here yet, but I've been saying it all season. Leonard Williams, big cat. <laughs> the big cat has had more dynamic plays and sacks and tackles for loss in less than this whole in less than 16 games this year in 13 games that they've played or 12 games than he did all year as a jet all his whole career three and a half seasons as a jet i don't think he had one sack as a fucking jet he has, <laughs> he's got seven this year uh, uh, cut it out are those his Jets numbers? Yeah. Zero, a half, and then he gets to the Giants and it's five, two, seven, three. Sacks? Oh, no, it's at the top. So he had three sacks, seven sacks, two sacks, five sacks as a Jet. So that's five. 16 total sacks has, as a Jet. He has eight and a half sacks. 16 total sacks as a Jet over four and a half seasons. He has fucking eight 13 in two years with the Giants. <laughs> He's got Eight and a half this year, dude? Yeah, eight and a half this year. That's half his career output, dude. That's good. I like that. <laughs> I knew he had eight and a half. I thought it was like seven and a half, but yeah, I knew it was fucking... Dude, franchise? Like, I'm telling you, the franchise matters. The team that you play for. Also, he's lining up. They're, they're doing a lot of different things on defense yeah, than the Jets sure. were doing, too. He was playing like more of the, the defensive tackle He role. seems like he's happy to be there. Yeah, and you didn't even have to sell his place and move. And, you know, uh... how do you beat that? So they're, I, they're, they're not home. They're not home. They're not Super Bowl contenders. But because Daniel Jones will hold them back with his turnovers, but you know it'll it's a it's a damn good start. So if you're running the Giants, Daniel Jones gets no second contract from you. Well, it's way too soon. Well, you're saying right now he's not a Super Bowl winning. You mean right now he's not a Super Bowl winning quarterback or ever he's not right a, now. Okay, I say I, I say, thought you were sitting here telling me Daniel Jones no, is never going to be a Super Bowl. I was hoping that they that Daniel Jones took the leap without Saquon this year, and then the, they would come back together and be ready to rock. Like Daniel Jones would be like to Saquon, "Look, I can handle, I can handle winning games on my own. I don't need you to run the ball thirty times." And Saquon would be like, "Well, I'm healthy. Let's play ball." And they would have a crazy dynamic. And I don't think they're going to have that because Daniel Jones is now out. He was turning the ball over. When he left, the last two games before he left, no turnovers. They win games. You don't turn the ball over. You stay disciplined. You don't get penalized. You win games. It's a, it's a fact. It's a very simple formula. So It's a very simple formula. You yeah. got any, you got anything else? No, go ahead. All right, this is my last one, which we kind of touched on. Bigger collapse yesterday, the Bears or the Jets? Jets. I think it's the Jets. I think the Bears is, is less acceptable, though. I feel bad for the Bears because they're think garbage. The, I think but... the Bears' loss is less acceptable. I And here's my sidebar to this point. 
the after what I saw yesterday, I'm a ready to say this, the Bears' defense is equally terrible to its offense. It's no longer just a bad offense that's getting carried by a good defense. They fucking gave up, what, 17 points in two They're and a half? They're not a good team. They're not good. They're not a good team. They're not good on either side of the ball. Uh, I th- we- bring up the standings. I want to shit talk a few teams. <laughs> and it's going to do some shit talking. I might jump in. And then we're gonna take just, a break. Just go, go to the AFC East. Go. I'm gonna go, just go oh. down. I'm gonna go down. Is that the top, Nick? That's yeah, the top one. That's the top. Okay. Bills. I mean, is there anything to do? There's nothing to talk about. Nothing the to AFC talk about East. the AFC East. It is. They are who the we North. Think they were. The North. The most overrated 11-0 team ever. Pittsburgh Steelers. Are yeah, playing right yeah. Now. Baby, baby shit, soft defense uh, schedule. What's the score right now? Seven nothing. Steelers. Yeah, yeah. Seven nothing Steelers on the goal line. To score again. To score again. Great. Cleveland. Fucking great. I don't know if they can win a playoff game on the road. Cleveland. Baltimore. You, Baltimore is a fucking travesty. And I was saying this to Nick before the show as well. I, when RG3 was right, he was way better than fucking Lamar Jackson's been so far. All around as a quarterback. Well, when, when he was physically right. Yeah, well. Lamar. I, it's going to be interesting to see. I hope Lamar can develop the passing. I hope this isn't just the team's figured out the offensive scheme. And the Chiefs didn't even get off the bus last night. They didn't even get off the bus in Colorado. Their 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 soul, they weren't. Oh, they weren't in Colorado. They were in they were in KC. Yeah, they were. But home. they didn't even get to the stadium. They didn't even they didn't even show up. Patrick Mahomes was they at home with his wife. They completely walked through the whole game. They were like, ah, they've been whatever. walking through games. And they won. They're gonna win the Super Bowl again. I'm calling it. They're winning again. They might. They're gonna win again, dude. They're the best team. By so far, Tyreek Hill's catching touchdowns. They're not even counting, and they're not even challenging them, dude. They're just like, ah, fuck it. Yeah. I'll get him next time. What do you mean? What? He thought he dropped it. To be fair, that's you a ridiculous got guys play. on that team that are dropped that think they're dropping touchdowns, and they're not. And they're like, fuck it, we won't even count it. Yeah, we'll I, just punt it. Whatever. By the way, I had first touchdown on Same, that. Same, we all had it. Yeah, we dude. all had it, and that's no good. No NFL. bueno. I should no get refunded bueno. by fucking money. Dude, they're literally showing the fucking replay, and they're like, oh, it looked like it looks like he caught that. They better challenge it, and then they fucking cut back, and the ball's coming off oh, the Oh, the best foot. part about that is, and this is, the, I'll let, we'll end the segment on this. The best part about that is, there were 15 seconds left of the play clock when they punted it. <laughs> And after they punted, Andy Reid goes out to Tyreek Hill. He's like, yo, why didn't you tell me? And, Tyre- you, and you, hear Ty- you see Tyreek Hill go, I didn't know I caught I it. It's like, why didn't you fucking call a timeout, coach? And look, if you call a timeout, you can also challenge, right? Those, thing, those, those things hey, aren't no, mutually exclusive? No, they're not. Just challenge then. No, but I'm so you can't timeout no. and then challenge. No, just okay, challenge. So just throw the fucking challenge flag then. Just take a look at it. How do you not have a guy in the booth at this level that just looks at replays? I was thinking the same thing. How is there not one guy next to the offensive coordinator just watching the fucking replay camera in the booth? There will be now. You hope. That's all I got to say. You good? Yeah, I'm good. All right, let's take a quick break. Come back for guest lines. Hey, buddy. How's it going? You remember the good old days growing up, being a kid, going to middle school, not having a job? Mm-hmm. You, you had some stuff you had to do, right? Yeah. A little bit of, little bit of chores. Some parents uh, might call them. I hate it. Helping out around the house, you know? Yeah. This and that. What well, you have any you, you didn't like doing the most? What was your least favorite chore? My least your dad, favorite. Your daddy made you do growing up. Least favorite chore, out of doubt. Scrubbing the kitchen floor with a toothbrush. I hated that. Scrubbing the kitchen floor with a toothbrush, dude. Yeah. Your dad made you do that? Yeah, it was fucking brutal. What the fuck, bro? I'm talking about mowing the lawn, man. Ah, uh, 
Yeah, I do that too. Yeah, man, mowing the lawn, it's no fun. And guess what? If you live in Suffolk County, it doesn't have to be a problem anymore. Why? Because we could have next level landscaping come take care of it for you. Mm. Next level landscaping, they specialize in weekly lawn maintenance, as well as fall and spring cleanups, thatching, mulch, seeding, and topsoil. If you live in the eastern Suffolk County area, you give them a call at 631-739-1121. You speak to Michelle or Tim, and you let them know Hawk sent you. Again, that's Next Level Landscaping, 631-739-1121. Come get your grass caught by some professionals. Don't want to do it with a toothbrush. All right, and we're back. And it is time for Guess the Lines. Anthony holding a dominating record of 10, 2, and 1. I clinched the playoffs. We tied last week after a red-hot start by Jimmy. So we're going to get right into it. The New England Patriots versus the Los Angeles Rams. Didn't feel great about this one. I got the Rams by four and a half. Rams play well. Um, New England's kind of like that that fringe team. Uh, give me Rams two and a half. Rams minus six. Fuck yeah, baby. That's a lot. That is a lot. I, I think that's too high. Too much for a New England coach team. We got Houston going into Chicago. Two bad teams. This was another one I, sp- I struggled with. Because Chicago got that respect that we talked about last week that they probably didn't really deserve. And they didn't deserve it. They didn't earn it. But for some reason, they're home. Houston's terrible, too. I only gave Houston by one and a half. You gave you gave Houston as the favorite. Houston, yeah, minus one and a half. Yeah, Houston is the favorite. I, I, I think Houston's the I think Houston's the favorite, too. I just couldn't bring myself to go over two points. I think it goes from minus three, and then Chicago goes to plus three. So last week they were minus three. I think they're plus three this week. So give me Houston minus three. Houston minus two. What'd you have? One and a half. Ooh. Not a good start. And I think that's right, and I'll probably take Houston in that game. Yeah, no. So we got minus two. Minus two, yeah. We got Dallas-Cincinnati. Both, again, another nightmare game. These games are hardly watchable. Uh, Dallas by six. Mm, Me too. Dallas by four. Okay. I'd smash Dallas by four. <laughs> me too, dude. Are you kidding me? I, I, so far, I'm liking what I'm seeing out of these spreads, to be honest. Kansas City, Miami. Uh, I think this is going to be the, the lowest one Kansas City's had in a while. I got them by six and a half. I think you're, I think you're on the money today. I got them by five and a half. Kansas minus seven. Yeah. It's technically... I'm four for four right now. Uh, you know, that's tough because then I'm one for four. <laughs> Act right. This one I, I struggled with. Arizona Cardinals, New York Giants. I feel like I'm saying that about everyone so far. I really did struggle this week. Uh, Arizona at the Giants. I think Arizona not as good as we originally thought they were. Giants probably way better than we originally thought they were. Well, we thought we were the, they were one of 15 teams. So. Yeah. <laughs> no. I mean, I think uh, – the win against Seattle affords them the ability to lose one more comfortably. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, DJ doesn't have to get rushed back. I think Arizona by two and a half. I got Arizona. If they're going to drop one the rest of the way, this is the one. I think they're going to drop more than one by the rest of the way. The Giants. Let's be clear. I think they're only going to win six games. Who knows if that's enough to well, get I mean, in or not? Dude, we're talking about you a first-place team trying to make a run. So. No, yeah. I mean, who knows if that's enough or not, but, you know. Uh, I got Cardinals minus four and a half. Arizona minus two and a half. 
Bing, bing, bing. That's too low. <laughs> Minnesota, Tampa Bay. Minnesota's a fucking joke. Um, but with that being said, Tampa Bay by three and a half. Tampa Bay by six. Tampa Bay minus six and a half. There you go, Chief. It's about time. Put one on the board I for you. So. I'm just going to eat, dude. I'm just going to sit up like this. And I'm just going to eat. All right. First of all, it's not over. So watch your fucking mouth. Two and ten. All right. Denver, Car- two, ten, and one. <laughs> Denver, Carolina. Why don't you go first? What was that spread? What was the, th- what was the, th- Tampa by six and a half? By six and a half? Okay. All right. I'll go first. Here we go. We got Denver at uh, Carolina. Carolina's the better team. I think so too. Carolina minus two and a half. I got Carolina minus two. Carolina minus three and a half. Okay. Uh, there you go, dude. Just took a little bit for me to start eating. Just took a All little right, bit. Relax. Tennessee, Saxonville. You want me to go? No, I'll go. Okay. Um, I got Tennessee by seven and a half. I think they absolutely need to smash the Jacksonville Jaguars this week coming off of last week's. Uh, go ahead. Barn burner. Nick, go ahead. I have it too. Tennessee minus seven. Yeah, that's, there you go. There you go. And that's that's fair. A touchdown is uh, fair, and I wouldn't be scared away by that. I mean, you could tease it down to the one point, but this just take the points. This was my hardest one. Indy Raiders? Mm-hmm. I didn't want to overthink this one because I keep overthinking every game Indianapolis is in, and every time I overthink it, they're a two-and-a-half-point favorite, so that's what I stuck with this week. Okay. I went Indianapolis minus six-and-a-half. Mm-hmm. The close call with the Jets, you think, scaring Vegas off a little? Yeah. Indy's minus two and a half. That's bang rang. That's not enough. The Raiders aren't that good. Okay, so the Yets, the New York Jets, J E T. I gotta make a little run here. Let me sit up, stretch out. The New York Jets at Seattle. Okay, the the football Giants were just in Seattle at ten and a half. So I got Seattle by fourteen. I got Seattle by ten and a half. Just run it straight the fuck back, dude. Run it back. You're talking about a team that's four times better than the Jets. Yeah, but the Seattle dropped one. I gave them an extra point for every win that the Giants have. Oh. Seattle's minus thirteen and a half. Bang. That's probably fair. Yeah, dude. Toots, come on. Especially after they just lost to the Giants. All the more reason. All the more reason to smack the Jets. I am down four with six games left. I probably need to win out at this point if I want to win. I want a tie. I can afford. To I lose really one. don't want another tie. I really do at this point. I'd probably Look rather in lose. Bleak Green here. Bay Packers on the road to play the hopeless Detroit Lions. Go ahead. I got Green Bay by seven and a half. Green Bay by six and a half. Green Bay minus seven and a half. Ooh. Bang. Jimmy on fire today. Now I'm playing for a tie. Lucky me. Lucky <laughs> fucking me. And by the way, Green Bay seven and a half. Detroit, I think you take that and don't think twice about it. You think you take Green Bay? Yeah, with a seven and a half. The Lions aren't good. Like you play a good team, and the, a good team doesn't let you back into that game. Yeah. You can't turn it on with six minutes left in the third quarter <laughs> in the NFL. Well, you can't turn it off with six minutes left in the third quarter either. Like the Falcons. I don't. <laughs> no. I don't think it's them turning it off. I just don't think you know. Don't think they're that good to begin with. Uh, New Orleans at Philly. Felt like it should probably be a touchdown or more, but you got the weird Taysom Hill thing, and I know they said Drew Brees might be back, so you got that Willie or Moni thing going on. I got New Orleans by five and a half. 
Oh, I got New Orleans by four and a half. Nolan's minus seven. Oh, okay. Wow. That one's interesting. I wouldn't be scared off by seven. It's just an odd spread this I point am. in the week. It's Jalen Hurts. Yeah, it's Jalen Hurts, and it's also an odd spread this point in the week because we don't know if Drew's – they're saying he might be ready, he might not. He broke 11 ribs three and pierced a lung three weeks ago. <laughs> and he, he might be ready. I don't know if he's ready. Uh, uh, Atlanta Chargers, two really bad teams, high-flying offenses, little to be left desired on defense. I went with a pick em. I went Atlanta minus one and a half. I had Atlanta minus one and a half, <laughs> and then I scratched it out and wrote pick. Atlanta minus one and a half because the Chargers just they don't want to play. They got embarrassed. So that was the other report too. Uh, despite the embarrassing loss to the Patriots, there's no doubt about Anthony Lynch's job security. Stick, stick, I agree with that. Sticking around. I do too. I think he's a good coach. What do you got? Atlanta minus two and a half. There yeah. you go. I'm, now I'm just taking pity points, but. We call those PP. We call those pity points. But anyway. A couple of PPs. Pittsburgh, Buffalo. Um, nope, nope. Not Washington. Washington, first. San Francisco. Oh, Pittsburgh. my fault. Washington, San Francisco. We got San Francisco minus three. We don't know what Washington's going to do because they're playing right now. That's annoying me. And uh, I think I think uh, San Francisco's better. I had originally I had San Fran minus one and a half. Remember, they can't travel. Yeah, I had San Fran Maybe minus one. I had San Fran minus one and a half originally, and then I was just something scared me off about it. Nick Mullins. I don't know. We don't know what's going to happen with Washington tonight. I got Washington by one and a half. Wow. Wow. San Francisco minus four and a half. <sighs> I mean, you could jump on that as a glizzy. You would jump on that as a glizzy, I, I, or I you know. could also I'm just sure. stay away. Pittsburgh Buffalo now. Um. This one, I feel like it could go either way, but I got Pittsburgh minus three. I feel like it could be minus three plus three kind of a deal. Somewhere in that Pittsburgh range. I got Pittsburgh minus four. I'll listen to what Nick says, and then I'm going to say something before we go to the next game. Okay. Pittsburgh minus one and a half. See? I figured it'd be in that field somewhere. Okay, now let me... Now I got my first chance... Hold on. Breaking news. I have my first chance to get double digits and guess the lines. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. I lost this one. I've hit that nine a couple of times, but this is my first chance to get the ten. Bad. It's pitiful. I don't feel good about what happened this week, but. Ten bucks? You know. Oh, we got to see what happened with. Oh, Dawson Knox plays tonight. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Anyway. Pittsburgh's up 14 nothing. You said you were going to say something. Yeah, I'm going to say, say it. something. I want I'm you to listen. To I got headphones in. All right. Got an update, ah. got an update from the Bay Ridge Boys. Patreon.com. Listen. Buffalo is plus two and a half tonight, right? Or two. It was two, right? I got it for two. I think it was moving to two and a half, right? I didn't see it. Against, I wasn't making wages. Against tonight. the 49ers, right? And now you're saying that San Francisco is minus three or minus four and a half against Washington, right? Right. So there's two points separating Washington and Buffalo? Seemingly so, dude. Seemingly so. That's not okay. There's, Isn't Buffalo? You got to keep in mind, Buffalo is also neutral ground games right now. They can't go. They can't play in Buffalo. Where'd you either. get it at? Two. It's still two. Yeah. They can't play. So, am saying, I wrong about that, Nick? What? Buffalo's also playing yeah, in neutral playing, ground they're stadiums. They're playing in Arizona. Yeah. yeah the and they they can't go back to Buffalo next okay. week. So did you factor that into your spread? That's fine. Pittsburgh then traveling. Pittsburgh traveling in Arizona then. Yeah. I'm gonna tell you right now. Here's what I'm gonna say. I thought it was minus four. I thought it would be way higher than one and a half. But here's what I'm going to say. The undefeated season ends this weekend. Interesting. Book it. 
Okay, last last game. I just want to make it very known. Baltimore, Cleveland. Bills you Bills go first. Ended. Baltimore, Cleveland. Cleveland minus three and a half. Got. Go ahead. You had something to spot it up with? No. But Cleveland is is better than Baltimore. Baltimore's reeling out of control. Yeah, Baltimore's reeling. They're on their heels. God knows if Lamar Jackson's ever going to get better from COVID. No, he's active. He got active. Yeah, he got active. Oh, he's active. Tonight. Uh, tonight, today, whatever. I got Cleveland by a deuce. By a clean deuce. Baltimore by one. Nope. Unacceptable. Unacceptable, but I'll tell you what. <laughs> Bang, dude. Double digits. Ten points for Jim this week. Did you have Ten fun? to four. I had a bunch of fun. This is way more fun than 12 to two the other way, dude. I'll tell you that much right how's now. How does it feel? How does how it, it feel to get your brakes beat off of you once, dude? I'm going to write 10 and three. 10, three and one because I'm a man about it. I was resting a lot of starters because we made the playoffs. Shut the fuck <laughs> up. <laughs> but listen... Uh, you're right. Good job. I wish we could calculate the whole season. Fuck. Numbers. And then we could do like three points a game for playoffs and see if you you, you could catch me. Oh, total points? Yeah. But we can't, so <laughs> fuck it. All right, we're going to take a break and uh, we're going to do something. We're going to do fantasy. <laughs> fantasy. Like we do every week after Guess the Lines. That's when, right. When we're back, we're going to do fantasy. All right, Chief. This episode of Parlay Vu Podcast is brought to you in part by CNL Aluminum and Glass. CNL Aluminum and Glass does commercial storefront installations and service, as well as residential work. You might get a new glass shower done, call CNL. They're the guys to help you out. They've been servicing the tri state area for over 10 years for residential and commercial work. Again, that's CNL Aluminum and Glass, located in Bohemia, New York. Give them a call. All right, we're back, and we're doing fantasy football. Producer Nick is going to hit us with it. Starting up, Taysom Hill or Derek Carr? Jesus Christ almighty. Why, you, why are you upset? Because <laughs> Taysom Hill bothers the absolute shit out of me. But it's Taysom Hill. Yeah, it's definitely, it's Taysom. definitely Taysom Hill against Philadelphia over Derek Carr against the Colts. Taysom Hill. I, you know, I got nothing else to say. Yeah, I got nothing else to say about it. Taysom All right, Hill. moving on. Deshaun Watson or Ben Roethlisberger? Uh, I'm losing faith in Ben Roethlisberger as a as a passer. What's the matchup? Buffalo. Yeah, I'm gonna take Deshaun Watson against Chicago. Yeah, I think they're battered. I really do. I like Deshaun Watson too. So far, I agree. He's a stat sheet stuffer, regardless of how bad yeah. the season's gone. He's phenomenal. Number He's two tremendous. in the league in passing, right? Yeah, he is. Two or three? He's two. He's tremendous. Yeah. feel bad for him, man. He's got 3,500 passing yards. I mean, he had an out. He didn't have to sign that contract. Well, he didn't think. Uh, no, Deshaun was already gone. I mean, uh, DeAndre was gone already, right? DeAndre was already gone, and you've been with Bill O'Brien for a few years now. He is second in passing. Second in passing, and 24 touchdowns, six interceptions, only got off with me. And he sacked how many? 33 times compared to Mahomes' 15. He's been sacked. Look at Mahomes. He's sacked 15 times. Uh, and Rodgers, 13. I mean, look, we're talking about Mahomes and Rodgers as the MVP favorites right but now. They stay they're, up. they're both 13 and 15 in sacks. And that's a combination of them calling the right protections, them being able to use their feet to extend plays, and having good offensive line play. Yeah. Stafford. It all, it all comes back. It's not just like Mahomes could be as talented as he is, but if he was put on the Jets right now, he would win six games. If that. 
Yeah, but six games is that's a well, it's marginally better, but that's I'm a but, marginal difference. No, I agree with you, but it's still a mar- that's a marginal. Well, that's difference. the ceiling, but yeah. still, that's a marginal difference, that's but still. Ceiling. The marginal difference, but still, six, that six wins is probably still getting you a top ten pick in April. Nick looks bored. Go ahead. Baker Mayfield or Justin Herbert? Go back to the matchups. Yeah, do your job, Nick. <laughs> you bored? You bored? Pull up the right screen. Oh God! If you're bored. Now we're wow. Just <laughs> what was the what was the pick? Baker Mayfield or who? Herbert. Chargers are playing Atlanta. Cleveland is playing. I don't see Cleveland on there. Oh, Baltimore. Monday night, Baltimore. Interesting, interesting, interesting. Herbert. I think Herbert for volume. Herbert throws the ball 100 times. Doesn't care. Never cares. He just throws the ball. Yeah, I think Herbert. Yeah, right. I think because I think Baker might hand the ball off. Well, times. Baker could have a huge game like he had this past Sunday or – they can score four touchdowns, and Hunt has two, and, and Chubb has two, and Baker throws the ball 18 times. 12 of 18, 201, no touchdowns, no interceptions. Yeah, no, I agree. Changing over to running backs, Cam Akers or J.K. Dobbins? Cam Akers. Cam Akers. Cam Akers, I was just thinking about this tonight. Uh, for sport cards, I wrote down a few players that I want to you know, get and stash. Cam Akers is one of them. He's running really well the last couple weeks. Like, and he gets really used well. more. He yeah. Gets used well, to, not in the beginning. It was Henderson. Now it's he's yeah. really starting to fade. But he, his skill set translates more to be able to be used. Like three downs. Multiple ways. Yeah. Better nah, than Dobbins does. I like Cam. I like Cam Akers. Dobbins is the, – the, you know what the thing about the COVID is? You don't actually know who had it or who was close contact or who – you know what I mean? And we don't, there's no real way also of proving – Asymptomatic. Of, or, no, well, proving how COVID affects players. Like, right. Well, did, did he, because they were saying after Cam, because the Patriots looked great, like 2-0, right, first two weeks, and then Cam had COVID, and then he came back and looked like shit. And they were – people have been – Bill Simmons, a lot of people speculating on – well, we don't know, like, just because he's healthy from COVID now, we don't know how long-term, like, it would affect you or how it will affect your play or no, your mental don't. preparation. So who's some, to say Cam people... Who's to say Cam isn't still feeling effects from COVID? We will never know. Yeah. I still I'm probably want to. he's wanted... not using that as an excuse. No, yeah. Cam's never been an excuse guy. As much as I dislike Cam, yeah. he's never been an excuse guy. And I do hope he gets another shot, whether or not it's with the Patriots. I think he deserves one more shot. You don't know if you're asymptomatic or you're handling it like the flu. You don't know if you're losing 15. Like a guy like J.K. Dobbins, if he loses 15 pounds because he was throwing up yeah. or you know flu-like symptoms, like or that's like, not good. Dude. Or like that's Hamler, not... right? All right, go ahead. Kenyon Drake, Ronald Jones. I like Ronald. Jones. I like Ronald Jones a lot, especially against Minnesota. Think Ronald about Jones. Chase Edmonds is just used a lot. The thing and the. Fournette's Ronald, not that good. Not Ronald Jones, I'm sorry. Um, Tom Brady, not, not for nothing, greatest quarterback sneak, operator of the quarterback sneak ever, but not inside 15 yards the rushing threat that Kyler Murray is. So you talk about Chase Edmonds, you talk about Kenyon Drake, you talk about throwing the ball, and then hold on, Kyler is also likely to at least keep one of those four plays from inside like, the 10. From like four, three to eight yards away from the end zone? Tom Brady is a non-factor. Yeah. And Kyler That's Murray, what I'm saying. Yeah, right. That's Kyle, what I'm saying. I'm, I'm and Kyle Murray and is Leonard Fournette 
to me, the guy's useless. I feel I to me to feel me like the guy's serious. tits on a bull, yeah. but Rojo has the opportunity. <laughs> I didn't ask you to explain my joke, dude. No, Nick looked a little. Yeah, I was confused. <laughs> useless is tits on a bull. Tits on a bull, dude. Never heard of that one. No. No. All right. All bulls are male. Get it? Got it. All right. Female would be a cow. Um. Please move on. Like I was saying, Rojo has the ability to like go boom. Boom, boom, go boom, 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 boom. You know, go for a 92-yard touchdown, whatever. But he's not necessarily boom or bust because he still gets enough carries. Well, I'll tell you one he's thing. He's a guy with a high boom ratio who still is going to get 8 to 12 cat touches, and I'll take Absolutely that. Absolutely no pass catchers out of the backfield in Tampa Bay. None of them. And both of them can catch passes out of the backfield in Arizona. Yeah. But I'll take Ronald Jones. That being said, I'll take Ronald Jones. Wayne yeah, Goldman or David Montgomery? Gallman's playing. Wayne Gallman, what a fucking guy playing with his hair on fire lately. <laughs> phenomenal. He's playing phenomenal. It was Wayne Gallman or who? I'm sorry. David Montgomery. That's uh, where where are they? He's uh, Chicago. Oh, yeah, yeah, Houston. This is a tough, tough, tough decision. G man got. I'm cars. going Gallman. Because I'm thinking if Alfred Morris doesn't score those touchdowns on at, at the spell, you know, as a spell back. Uh, Wayne Gall- If that was Wayne Goldman instead of Alfred Morris, Wayne Goldman puts up a second. But is Wayne Goldman getting the same touch ratio with DJ back there? You make a good point. That's what I'm worried about. Cause like, I was about to zag on you and go Montgomery, but I'm definitely not willing to wager on it. Cause I feel like you're picking Goldman one recency bias to team. If that's your team, so you have two different kinds of bias. Well, he's definitely on fire. He is on fire. He's playing with his hair on fire, but. Is he? Does he? I mean, you would know better than I would. Does he? Is he going to get the same workload with Daniel Jones playing quarterback? No, but I'm not expecting Daniel Jones to play. Yeah, but that's just something you have to think about. Like, obviously, going into that game, you'll know, or at least you'll have a better right idea. Right now, I'll say Wayne Goldman because Jones is not playing. I expect Houston and Chicago to be a shootout by way of the air, which is. Crazy to think. I see Houston and Chicago being a blowout. I see Houston because you got to think of this: like, if you don't have no, because here's the thing: D, you gotta, Houston's defense is not great, right? And if you don't have a lockdown D, you're not going to be able to stick with Houston scoring. Houston can score, dude. And Houston and Houston's defense, yeah, while while not great, talking about it, could on, stop Trubisky. We were talking about it yesterday. Uh, who's left over there? Kiki QT and and uh, Cooks. Cooks and. We're slapping it together with bubblegum and, and yeah. yeah you know. Like if you look at Tennessee and Jacksonville, Tennessee can't really stop anybody, but Jacksonville can't stop anybody either. So Tennessee's gonna win that game 41-31. Yeah, but Jacksonville can also score. No, yeah. Even with Mike Lennon, even with Mike Lennon playing quarterback, yeah. Jacksonville T- can Tennessee's score. Tennessee's gonna win that game 31-31. You imagine when they uh, get 41-31. You imagine when they get a front office that knows what they're doing and like possibly fields in the offseason. Is Gardner Minshew done? I think he's been done. I think the writing was on the wall before the, the season starter started. in the NFL. Is he done? Uh, no, no, um, no. Is I don't think he's in- gonna. I don't think he's gonna enter camp next year as a starter. But I want. I'm not willing to say that he's done as his days starting are over. Is uh, uh what's his name? Luxon. Luton. 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 I want Vlad- Vladimir Luton. Oh God! Yeah. Um. <laughs> is- 
Well, who's more likely to have a starting job in the NFL? Minshew. Minshew. Ooh, okay. Where? Tough to Five say. Five seconds. Tough to say. Is Detroit. Uh, is he a Belichick project? It. No, he said it. Detroit next. Detroit. You already hear, folks. After Stafford. You already hear, folks. Jimmy says Garden Minshew to Detroit is a lock. Next. And I'll take a, a White Lines Gardner Minshew jersey when that ha- happens. So, Dynasty question. Ooh, Dynasty alert. Oh, Nick is challenging the play. I'm not challenging You have a all. challenge no, on the I'm, field. I'm taking that back because that's not my challenge. I'm all not right. wasting a timeout. All right, go ahead. Do you buy the hype in Ty Johnson or do you pick him up in a Dynasty league? Was it a miracle game? Now, I'll just say this is the perfect shitstorm of nonsense that leads you to get here, right? Because Pirine's been on IR for a few weeks and Gore goes down early. And the Raiders just are the team that plays down to their competition. Hmm. Like we said, it's the only hundred solo 100-yard 100 rushing game in the Gase era. So, I mean, take it with a grain of salt. I don't want to say the kid can't be good. Uh, I mean, if you're in a situation like some of these guys, like Anthony might be. I'm dying. You might be dying for a backup running back for I a number two. Dying. And you take a fucking shot on anything. Gonna, you, swing for the, right. you swing and you swing for the fences. Let me do it this way. I have 200 uh, free agent Bidding dollars left out of the 1,000. You know, it's like the blind bidding one. I'm going to put 150 on Ty Johnson this week. Because there's only one one or two weeks left. I desperately need a running back who's going to give me anything at all. And if it's Ty Johnson, that's great. And they should be giving him a shot, right? Now, your question as far as Dynasty. P. Ryan might come off this week. but Well, I need somebody. I mean, I need anybody who can handle. Because Sonny Michelle ain't the answer. So now, <laughs> well, with that. No, he's not, dude. Yeah. With that being I don't know the question, but Sony Michelle's never the answer. Yeah, I know. Now with that I don't need said, to know the question. With that being said, Nick, with all the cap space and the plethora of running backs in the NFL, I think that the Jets could land a starting running back next year. And if Gore doesn't want to retire, if Gore wants one more year, just to be like just exclusively a backup. Not like you know, now he's getting prim- primarily carries because of Bell, right? So I'm trying to think. Um, yeah, they started giving Piran more carries before he got hurt. Well, right. But they were working. They were working yeah. Gore out. Yeah, yeah, of course. Which is that's what they should do. The guys, you know. But if they were to just say, uh, I don't know, I'm gonna throw a random name out there, uh, Carry On Johnson. If they struck a deal for Carry On Johnson, and they spelled Frank Gore, Ty Johnson has no business being there. So they're gonna. I, I think they're gonna bring somebody in. Carry on Johnson makes me sick. No, I'm just saying. I think they're gonna bring in a running back of better than Ty Johnson. Just draft with the hundred. There's gotta they be could. one available in the draft. They could. The good running backs are drafted every year, and they're never on the Jets. Running backs. West good running back the Jets drafted Sean Green. Yeah. Am I wrong? Well, was he good because of the running back room that he had? No, he was good for a few years. Sean Green hit that hole hard. What's next? Next up is wide receivers. Michael Pittman Jr. or Jerry Judy? See, I've been down on Pittman Jr. All, all, every week. And why. week in, week out, he <laughs> keeps proving me wrong. I don't know why. And Jerry Judy is, <clears throat> is leaving a little to be desired out there, right? You bet your fucking I mean, bottom dollar. <laughs> someone's got him. <laughs> someone's got him on their dynasty team. Yeah. I'm going to take Pittman Pitt- against the Raiders team that gave up, what, 28 to the Jets? Pittman. Yeah. Mari Cooper or Deontay Johnson? Jeez. 
Deontay oh. Johnson's always the guy that you got to double take at, right? You're like, really? But for some reason, Ben uh, likes throwing it to him. Well, I'll tell you right now, since we're mid-game, he's got five catches for 39 yards and a touchdown right now. Give me Deontay Johnson in a little bit of a wild card situation. What was your other choice again? Mari Cooper. Yeah, I'll take Deontay Johnson because it's Andy Dalton throwing him the ball. Mm-hmm. So, Corey Davis or Robert Woods? Hmm. Corey Davis. Against Jacksonville? Yeah, Corey Davis. Who, who, who is, where, uh, it's the Rams. Yeah. Rams are playing the Patriots. Patriots? Give me, on Thursday. Dude, give Thursday me. games are traditionally yeah, shitty and low scoring. And not great. Alex Smith is like... Bleeding? Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah, well... Mm. Yeah, he's got a little Randy Johnson going on. No, Kurt, Kurt Schilling. You're right, Kurt Schilling. Shit, I, I sorry. Mean, it's, the writing's on the fucking wall. <laughs> oh, I didn't even see that. I, I gave I it to even, you. I wasn't even looking at that. <laughs> um, I don't know why I said Randy Johnson. I don't know why either. <laughs> uh, definitely Corey Davis. All right, changing over to tight ends. Tyler Higby or Gerald Everett? Jesus Christ. Good old same team nonsense. The good old same team nonsense. I feel like I haven't even. I don't. I feel I, like I didn't see enough of the Rams yesterday to confidently answer this question. I was gonna <laughs> say it too, but now I, I can't. I have to represent us. So you beat me to it. So I'm not gonna not. I have to give something. Oh Jesus! The Redskins just scored. Um. Give me a moment, Nick. Let me think about this. I think I would go with Higby. I think, you know, they're just so similar. I'm going to go with Everett. I'm going to go with Everett. Oh, my God. I oh, hate my that. God. Oh, my God. I fucking hate that. All right, well, I'm Paint. still going Higby. Paint Barber touchdown. Go ahead. Moving on. Moving on. Hayden Hurst or Mike Gusecki? Ooh. Gusecki's playing some I feel ball. like we fucking did the same matchup last week. No, no. Hayden Hurst on a bye. That was one time we were going to do it. So now we're back in the saddle, ready to go. So we Hayden got, Hurst, Gusecki. And we got who are the Falcons playing? Uh, the, the Chargers. This is a game of two bad defenses here now. Wow. I mean, this is a game of four bad defenses when you really look at it. Well, now three bad defenses. Because then you're talking about Kaseki and Kansas City. Kansas City, not really a great like defense. I like Kaseki, dude. He suns people. Yeah, and Kansas City, not a great defensive team. Yeah, but who would be on him? Honey Badger? Tyron Matthew or a linebacker. Sometimes a corner, I guess. I mean, who would be on him? James? On uh... on Hayden Hurst? Yeah. For No, Derwin James has been oh, out since before the year started. Right, 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 right. I don't even know who their safeties are. Some backup. Yeah. I'll take Gusecki. Yeah, I like Gusecki against Kansas City's defense, too. And we got Robert Tunyon or Rob Gronkowski? Tunyon. Oh, Tunyon. Tunyon for sure, dude. For Rob sure. Funyon. For sure. For sure. He Big is- fan of Tunyon. Had to pick Tunyon up in a pinch because Mark Andrews was my tight end. And it's one of the bright spots of a 2-11 and fantasy season. I was, I was just going to say, also, you know, 
We're not the best fantasy football teams this year, I don't think. No, part of it for me is that I'm playing with strangers. I'm 10-2. You? 10-2, but you're making the fucking, you're making them. So, you know, you're not giving your opinion. I'll take your opinion. Part of it for me is that I don't care as much when I'm playing people that I don't know. Like, we're not playing with our friends this year because of COVID. Okay, well, I play for money. And I'm okay with it. I was playing with money, but super, for money. No, but, I mean, I'm super competitive. But money is what drives me, Jim. So, okay. So I just want to let you know. That's a fucking... I just want to let all the viewers out there know that, that should be being 2-11 and 11 parlay and saying, vu, Hold on. The being, money is what drives oh, us. Hold on. Being 2-11 and 11 and using... I'm not playing with my friends as an excuse... Is incredibly you poor. Sound like fucking Mickey Mouse. It's incredibly poor for being two and eleven. It's not an excuse for being two and eleven. I got hit with a series of poor injuries. Better. And, and I made some bad decisions Better. that didn't out. But it's not as fun for me. Like I fucking was two and seven or two and eight. And I've played DeAndre Swift for three straight weeks when he's been on IR because I haven't thought to check my lineup. Because I don't give a fuck. Because I'm playing with strangers. Yeah, I'll give you All advice, right. dude. I would never advise you to leave DeAndre Swift. <laughs> I would Swift never to advise you, but here's some advice. Go ahead, but if next. you're already two and seven and you don't even care about the personal right. matchup because you're playing someone you don't know and you're already out of it, I've got better shit to do on my Sunday morning. I'm trying <clears> to figure <throat> out what bets I'm going to put in. I'm listening back to this show. Jim is advising you that if you're two and seven, drop everything and give up. Let me tell you right now, if I was two and seven and this was like a recurring league where I could get picks, everybody would have been on the table. I agree. I would have been stockpiling picks. I, I had Tyree Kill, Kyle Richard. Well, here's one. You want to talk about how we got here? Let's talk about how we got here. I took two running backs back-to-back. Oh, no, I'm sorry. I didn't take them back-to-back. First round, I took Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. Then I took Tyree Kill. Then I didn't. Then I took Le'Veon Bell in the fifth round to be my number two running back. Expected to get more out of him with the Jets. He gets hurt in the first game. Barely plays. Bad call going with Le'Veon to begin with. I'm not saying that. But then when he finally gets fucking freed of the Jets nonsense, he goes and backs up Clyde Edwards away. It's that was a tough, that was a big, big reason to the two and fucking eleven season. I'm gonna tell you right now, and I'm just gonna I'm gonna read down a list to you, my team, and you know, you you tell me why this team isn't 10 2. Okay. All right. Let's see it, Chief. I know you're gonna say quarterback yuck, but I'm notorious okay. for playing with bad quarterbacks. Burrow is my quarterback. Bill Rivers and Drew Brees. Way better of a quarterback situation than I ever put myself in. Uh, running backs: Kenyon Drake, Kareem Hunt, right? Ronald Jones, James Connors, DeAndre Swift. You would think right there that's the mark of a contender. But I could already see a few fucking. Poor decisions that may or may not have been made that would have cost you big. But would you t- like, would you say so far it's a playoff team? Yes, but what I'm telling you right now is you probably played DeAndre Swift a few games instead of Rojo, where Rojo went that, for 27. Here nor there, here nor there. Let me just continue. Here nor there. Wide receivers: <clears throat> Michael Thomas, Brendan Cooks. Darius, I haven't been a believer well, of Dan- and Brendan Cooks for a very long time. Darius Slayton, garbage. Corey Davis. Not bad. Tight ends? Oh, I'm sorry. Adam Thielen. I almost missed Adam Thielen. So I was going to say, even before Adam Thielen, but even with Adam Thielen, if you look at that and you would have told me that was your, that was, these are my receivers, 
But Mike Thomas isn't going to play until week 10 or whatever. When did he start playing yeah. again? I would say you're in trouble. No. I started that, Adam Thielen. This is before Thielen. This is but, before I heard you say Thielen. Okay. I was going to say, I started Thielen and Cooks, and I started four running backs. On the flat, I flexed all four of them most of the time. That was it was phenomenal. Yeah, eventually you get injuries, you get bye weeks, you can't tight fucking ends, live on two fantasy wide receivers. Tight ends, Jimmy Graham, right? And uh, Eric that Ebron. Three sheets Eric Ebron. Okay. Yeah, okay. And then Dallas Goddard. And I got the Ravens' defense. And I got Seattle's defense, which, you know, whatever. They're not that good. But, like, give me a fucking yeah. break. So you were banking on Hurts coming what, in earlier. What and record Dallas is got that? Taken what over. record is that? That's probably a sub-500 team trying just trying to get that last playoff spot. You're a little biased because you know. Because you know. <laughs> but I am 6-6. Six and six. Well, because you're telling me certain things. Like, when you tell me Dallas Goddard, whether it's you, him, or a stranger— to me, you were banking on Dallas Carter breaking out this year, and it really hasn't happened. So you probably played him a few times when you shouldn't have, and it cost you. I already explained the running back thing. Listen, With Mike Thomas not playing till week 10, listen, you listen, were in a little bit of a Nick, patchwork receiver deal. Listen, this is what we're going to do. We're gonna switch, That's all I'm we're saying. We're going to switch up the show right now because I'm allowed to do this. Oh, boy. Who, forget, who the fuck gave you permission for, to do anything? Forget the rest of the fantasy thing. The guy I'm, that comes in late every time. I'm going to – hey, I'm going to read – We pushed it back an hour today, and you were still late. I'm – I was four minutes late. I'm gonna read a team to you. Late, dude. I'm gonna read a team to you. You tell me the record, okay? Go for it. Kyler Murray, Mozart, Mo- Mozart, <laughs> Mozart, Mostert, Mozart, Mostert, Mostert. Oh God. Wayne Gallman, Stefan Diggs, Brandon Ayuk, Will Disley, Chris Carson, DeAndre Hopkins, Colts defense, then the bench: Melvin Gordon, Marvin Jones Jr., Daryl Henderson, Golden Tate. Mam Newton, McKissick, and Keenan Cole Sr. What record does this guy have? That's probably a second place team. I was no, I want that. record. Uh, nine and three. Yeah. Nine and three around there. No, what is your answer? Nine and three. And your answer is also nine and three? You got a big shitty and grin on your face, but yeah, nine and three. Okay. That is a nine and three team. <laughs> Dude, very good job. That is a nine and three team. That is a nine and three team. Hold on. I'll do one more. Oh boy. One more just for you guys. Here we go. Drew Locke, Austin Eckler, Melvin Gordon, Keenan Allen, Nelson Aguilar. Oh my God, he got me again. Mosert. Dude, sound it out. Kendrick Bourne. Sound it out. Kendrick Bourne, Will Disley, Harrison Bucker, uh, Bears defense, Ryan Fitzpatrick, Tua, Swift, Peterson, McKissick, Julio Jones, uh, Hardman, uh, Daryl Mooney, Everett, and the 49ers defense. And he had Joe Burrow, but it's on his IR. Sounds like 4 9. Well, three and nine is what it would be. It would be four and eight. And I'm going to say, yeah, three and nine. You're saying three and nine. You guys are pretty good at this. <laughs> I'm, I, they're two and 10, about to be two and 11. I almost went to two and 10. <laughs> but that team sounds pretty good to me. Well, here's the thing I had Burrow, and I'm also two and 11. So, <laughs> <laughs> whatever. Go ahead. You want to finish? Go ahead. Finish your, finish yours. Go ahead. I'm done. Finish your stuff. Oh, he's done? <laughs> yeah. I didn't know he was done. I didn't know All right, we're going to take a quick break, then we're going to give you the old tournament of the generous. 
Are you ready to experience the dark and macabre? Look no further than Tiger Pack Productions. Tiger Pack Productions, independent film company by our friends Emily and Vincent. They started back in 2018. They've done a few short films, The Attack and Flora's Daughter. Award-winning at dozens of festivals. This company's on the rise. They're just getting started. So why don't you guys give them a follow on their Instagram and Facebook at Tiger Pack Productions. And uh, go to their website, www.tigerpackproductions.com and see their entire catalog of products and what they offer. They're really cool people. Please check them out. What's up, guys? We're back. We're doing the Tournament of Degenerates. Before we get to that, not used to being a winner, but I am this week. So for the Guess the Lines parlay, this is how I'm going to waste Anthony's money. We're going to take three money lines, Houston, Dallas, and Cleveland. So that's the Guess the Lines bet. Nick, while we're doing the review, if Nick could get me what the odds are going to be on that, that'd be awesome. So last week... I went in. I could have gotten the, the possible one point for Seattle. Now, don't be fooled. This is why you got to get your bets early sometimes because the line closed at six and a half, and we all know how that game ended. They wound up winning by six, did not cover. If you took them on Monday like we did, they were five. So me and Ant both got that point. So I, I had 23 points coming into the day. I had Indy minus three, that hit. Detroit plus three, that hit. New Orleans minus three, that hit. Clean sweep. However, I had Seattle and Tennessee in my Moneyline parlay. I get three points. I'm up to 26. And last week, came into the week with 29, the leader, the point leader. He has Buffalo minus two and a half. That game's yet to be played. Arizona plus three, not so good. Detroit plus three, that one checks out. He adds one more with the possibility to get one more with Buffalo. Who do you have? You had Tennessee in your, in your parlay last week. That's how it busted. Arizona. Arizona. So he gets one with the possibility of adding one more. As it stands, he's at 30. So I'm only four points off. Daniel came to the week with 11. Now, Daniel, Daniel's got some room to pick up some points as the week goes on because he's got Pitt minus 10. Game is in progress. Buffalo minus two and a half. Game tonight? Tonight, right? Or tomorrow? Tonight. <clears throat> then he had the Giants plus 11. Covered that one. Here's where it gets wacky. He's got four teams in the parlay. Pittsburgh, we just discussed, they're still playing. Green Bay won. Buffalo playing tonight. Baltimore playing tomorrow. So Dan gets one, bringing him up to 12. But he does have the possibility to pick up one, two, three, four, five more. So he could possibly pick up five more points. Right now he's at 12. Cousin Joe came in the week at 20. Had a big week last week. He had Chicago minus four and a half. No good. Indy minus three. That one's good. Atlanta plus three and a half, not good. <coughs> Excuse me. He had a parlay that included Seattle in it, and so that's no good. He gets one point this week. He's up to 21. Moving on. I am going to take Houston laying two. I'm going to take Tennessee laying seven. I'm going to take Green Bay laying seven and a half. Feel good about that. Money lines, I'm going to take Seattle, Tennessee, and Kansas City. You're good? All right. I'm going to take Colts minus two and a half. Um, I think that they are better than Vegas. I think Vegas is kind of reeling a little bit. Uh, I think Houston minus two. Chicago's bad as well. I think Houston's really since Bill O'Brien's gone, I think they're a pretty decent team. Uh, but it's obviously too far to recover. And Dallas, I don't think Finley or Allen is going to win a game. I'm going to stick by that, even though it's Andy Dalton. It's against a former team. I feel that way. And I think, That's why I put them in the guest lines, probably. Yeah, I think they're going to beat them up. 
And then my uh, parlay, I'm going to do something simple because the lead is getting a little close. Uh, Seattle, Tampa, Houston, straight. That's why I went simple. I got six favorites. I'm rocking six favorites myself this yeah, week. Six favorites, yeah. And I mean, these aren't like the huge money payout so, bets that you want to look at. So oh, that guess the lines parlay is plus four twenty four, by the way. So that will be a hundred to yield four hundred and twenty four dollars. Houston, Dallas, Cleveland straight. Not bad for three. I don't know the Cleveland's the underdog, but they probably by a point. They one and a half. The underdog come. Yeah, that's one you got to yam right now if you want to yam it. Because, but I mean, but so I mean, before, I'm before we start looking week. and playing around with some fun ones, let's just do the dogs. Okay, well, hold on a second. When we said last week that the spread can only go down, it's, it's never going to help them. Remember we said that? Yeah, yeah. Again, no matter what happens. Yeah, you're not going to get a better line than you are getting right now. At the best, you might get a pick them. Well, the yeah. Ravens, the Ravens blow out Dallas tomorrow like they should. The line stays the same. The Ravens play anything less than a perfect game, and they keep it close. Guess what? Browns are going to minus one, one and a half. That's yeah, where this line. Absolutely. Goes. So I'm going to punch this bet in right after we get done here. Yeah. All right. So dogs. I got three glizzy dogs. I only picked the one. I didn't. I just looked to get one that I felt good about. But and let's hear yours. Yeah. Since I got one, should I go first? Yeah. All right. I'm going with the uh, the football dogs. The Washington football underdogs. Wow. We said it there and guessed the lines. I, I like it. It's what's three and a half, four? Four and a half. Four and a half. Yeah. I mean, I'd take them with those points. I'd take them on a money line. It's worth it. I didn't even look at Washington. I kind of, I kind of over, I just looked right over them. Hmm. All right. Well, mine is New England. New England's fair. New England versus the Rams, minus six. And then my other one is Buffalo against Pittsburgh. And It's like a point, though, right? No, it's four. Oh, it's four. Is it four? Oh, is it, if it's a point, I'll take it back. Uh, I, I might have. It, uh, it could be, but I thought it was. Uh... If I wrote down the wrong number, that's fine. Uh, I might have. Well, which one? Steelers. Is it not up here because it's live? One and, one and a half. half. One and a half. All right. Take Buffalo out. I thought it was four. So we'll do New England. And I had, actually, I had like a low key Giants. Yeah. Yeah. Here, I, let me I, just hit you with why. Because they just played a mobile quarterback with a dominant receiver. That and beat them up. That isn't great on defense. They're yeah, doing I, the they're doing the exact same game plan this week that they did last week. Just carried over. So now this is where we look at the fun stuff. So go back to uh, William Hill or whatever book you had up. Willie Hilly. Willie Hill, and clear clear all of those. Clear them all. Clear them all, and let me get the Glizzy Parlay. Give me uh, the football guys, the football players, of Washington. The, the New York football giants. Can't get it. No odds. Well, you could take something similar. Yeah, look for something else. What was the line on it? Two and a half. 
right. So what else we Give got? Give me anything two and a half straight. Straight. No, straight. Minus 145. No, you want plus 145. You're taking the Giants, right? Yeah. Sorry. And then throw in the Patriots. All right, what's and the football team. No, it's in there. Football team's in there? Oh, no. All right. Look. No. Football team. They're not out. Uh, not either. Jesus Christ. Oh, so they're playing today. Right. Find another four uh, point line. Yeah, four and a half point line. Give me four or five. A lot of three and a halves. Right there. Where? Throw anything. Throw a fucking. It's eight and a half. No. Throw a three and a half in there. Just for fun. There you go. Throw the plus in. The plus one sixty five. All right. There you go. It's gonna be a little bit more than so, this. Slightly like slightly more than this. Right there. hundred to an eighteen hundred. Plus plus eighteen. Plus eighteen thirty eight. Bengals, Patriots. I'm sorry, not Bengals. Patriots, Washington football team. Giants. And the Giants. The Giants are a tough one to feel like you can win. Yeah. That's a, I mean, it's a, it's a long shot, all underdog, glizzy parlay that you can feast on if you hit. Well, you got to. You could, if you don't feel good about one of the three teams, take them out, take the two teamer. Probably going to be around plus a thousand, right? No. More? Less. Less. Plus 800? It's not going to. If you take out which one? I don't know. If you took the Giants out. Take the Raiders out. Plus 761, so plus 800. Yeah, but if you took the New England Patriots out, that's the one you got to worry about. Mm. <sighs> All right, I mean, you got anything else? No, I think we're good. Yeah, I'd love if Juju could get me 10 points. You know, we're here live. It's 11 minutes and 48 seconds left in the fourth quarter. And Washington's driving to tie the game. So it just doesn't end. Uh, they continue to prove that they're the worst 11 0 team in history. They'll probably eat this out and not cover. I keep taking them. So, and uh, they keep not covering. Yep. Yeah, so, learn from my mistakes. Do as I say, not as I've done. And uh, we'll see you all next week. Yeah, that's our show. That's our time. We're out.